Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast today. My guest is Scott Ayers from Agora Pulse, and we're talking about social media trends, what you should be looking for. We, we go back and forth with this. Scott and I give you some in, insights and tips on what's working right now for social media and what Scott sees. He does a lot of experiments over at Agora Pulse, and he shares those insights with us on today's podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe, leave me a review. We do have a lot of great podcast episodes coming up. If you're on Clubhouse, we have a group, Pizza Marketing. We also are part of Restaurant Marketing Group with Guy, who's going to be joining us on this podcast very soon, talking about that. Um, uh, Bruce Serving, you can find me over there. We do some rooms. Uh, I'll hop in and out of some rooms over there. So if Clubhouse is your thing, check me out over there. Also, follow me on Instagram, at the Bruce Irving. And let's get into today's podcast. I think you're going to like this one. All right, welcome everybody to the podcast. Scott from the Social Media Lab powered by Agora Pulse, which I use myself, uh, is joining me on the podcast today. We're going to talk all things social media. And uh, Scott does a lot of experiments and a lot of uh, analytics with Agora Pulse that he talks about on his podcast and his live show. Uh, so we're going to go into a little bit of those. But first, Scott, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Man, I'm excited to be on this show. And like a side note, like I messed up once and missed my appointment <laughs> with Bruce. And so like just at a pure like just openness, I messed up Bruce once and forgot to show up for the recording. And so I'm making it up to him. On National Pizza Day, we're recording this. That's right. Uh, which is super ironic and funny because of my background in pizza industry and obviously yours. So I need to go buy a pie today and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and <everybody>, celebrate. <laughs> yes, we're recording this February 9th, which is, which is National Pizza Day. It's a Tuesday. Everybody should go out there and uh, celebrate with some pizza, even if you're listening to this in the future and you're not. Yeah. It's always good to have pizza. I mean, like I had some for the Super Bowl. Oh, you know, we, we usually have our, our, in our family, our, our pizza day is Thursdays because we've got a local restaurant that I support fully. Yeah. It, does a, it does a big special on Thursdays for medium pizzas. So, Thursday's kind of our, our uh, pizza day, but tonight may have to be a pizza night. My kids will love me if I come home with pizza. I don't know. I'll have to see yeah. what happens. Yeah. It's always good to come <laughs> home with pizza. That's for sure. You never, there's never a frown on anybody's face. No, no. But Scott, introduce yourself. Like what, what do you do for a living and how did you get your job? Yeah. I mean, I, I wear an orange wig a lot. Yeah. Um, that's a big part <laughs> of my job. Um, and so, yeah, so my, my job is I'm, I'm considered the content scientist, quote unquote, for the social media lab, which is powered by Agora Pulse. Agora Pulse is a um, software, you know, software that helps businesses manage their social media. So whether it's planning content, um, handling all your comments and messages and all this stuff across all the social media, as well as handling teams and stuff like that. That's, that's our big, you know, that's what our product does. Now for me, my job is I, I get to play with an experiment in social media marketing, like what works, what doesn't work, try out weird little things like, Hey, should I put an emoji in my tweets? Um, should I run an ad on Instagram stories or Instagram feed? Um, and so what we do in the lab is, is we spend at least a thousand dollars a month in ads, uh, sometimes more than that, just depending on the month that we're, we're playing around with COVID has kind of made our budget a little smaller. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so what I do is I, I test things. I want to test to see what's working, what's not working in social media marketing. I want to go look and see what the gurus are, are, are saying out there and then test it and then see if it was true or not. Because I think what we found in the last four years I've been doing this is there's so many in our space that like talk out of the side of their mouths. Um, and 
just they've got a huge following and it worked for them. So they assume it works for everybody else, but it doesn't always, that's not always the case. Yeah. Uh, and so I like to test those things in a real world accounts and test the algorithm and not the audience. That's really, really important for me. Yeah. I love that. And I love what you just said there because, you know, I, I kind of consider myself for the restaurant and pizza community right. an experimenter. Like I experiment <laughs> on our account and I report back, but I always tell people like, just because it worked for us doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You need to test so out on your own and kind of figure out if you can use part of what we did or all of it or none of right. it. And like you said, you always hear regurgitated information and uh, I go to test it out. And I'm like, that's totally false. Like the whole, <laughs> you can't copy and paste the same hashtags in every Instagram post. Like I've been doing that for the last three months and it's had no effect on my reach whatsoever. So you never yeah. know what you hear yeah. is true or false. You got to really test it out on your own. I like that you're actually spending money and experimenting and then reporting back. Yeah. And that's our, that's our whole thing is like, there's some tactics that, you know, it may have worked for a little bit and we need to test it see if it still does. Like I, you go, you said Instagram. So that makes me think of Instagram carousels. Um, when they first came out on, on Instagram where you could post like up to 10 photos in a post, yeah. they did horrible. They were horrible. Like I tested like my, my conclusion, this is not very scientific was basically Instagram carousels suck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I said. That's it. They suck. But now I've tested like four times and they've gotten better and better and yeah. better as people get used to it. It's a different action on Instagram. instead of up and down. It's left and right. But now we have stories for the last two years or so, three years maybe. So we're, we're used to that change in, the, in our movement. Um, so we, we, we got to constantly, I think you got to constantly test everything um, to see, you know, see if that tactic worked. Like I ran a pizza restaurant and what worked for me in 1999 <laughs> will not work in 2021. Yeah. Um, and now there's some things in 1999 that probably still work um, today that are work, you know, work now, but you've got to constantly like test those things and see what works and doesn't work in your marketing. Um, if you just kind of just go with everybody tells you to and never change, man, you die. Like the, I think of like the old shoe shops, you know, that just kind of, <laughs> they keep doing the same old, same old yeah. and nothing changes and they, they don't adjust. I think you got to adjust so quickly it's, now. It's, you know, social media, I think people want to be done. Right. It's right. almost, but it's like going to the gym. Like you don't just start working out and like you work no. out for a week and you're like, I'm done. I never have to work out again in my life. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all, yeah, that was, thank God. That was a hard week, but I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you constantly have to do it. And it's, it's like, all right, you did that exercise yeah. for six months. Now you got to change it because your body gets used to it. You know, it's your results. It's a constant tweak and test and change things up. That's what marketing is for your business. Same thing. Total, totally true. I think you, you're constantly going to keep adjusting, change up your routine, change up your habits. Um, and, and just kind of go with the flow, but I'll be willing to try new things, but also kind of apply some data to it, uh, before you make like a massive drastic change in what you're doing. How long do you give an experiment before you make a decision on whether it worked or not? We, we try to, and all the experience we do, especially organic ones. And or, I will be honest with you, organic tests right now are so hard. Yeah, they are. Um, like, I mean, if you're getting like more than like 1% reach on Facebook, you're doing pretty damn good. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, animal. It's so hard. And like, so it's hard for me. Like I've run tests recently that I never published because I went, man, that data is like so meh and it's not good enough. And so I, I think time-wise though, if I'm, if I'm going to test something, 
I need to give it at least a month to six weeks. That's my goal personally, month to six weeks for an organic test. Uh, a paid test, I might go two weeks. You know, I think paid okay in two weeks is okay. Um, but you got to have different, different, a multiple amount of posts in that. So if organically, if you're going to test something, don't just do one thing and then like, oh, well, let's make a change. No, you may have this an anomaly, uh, plus or minus. So I think you've got to do, if you're, let's say you're testing, let's go to Instagram. Let's say you're yeah. testing, like, should I post, you know, a black and white photo versus a, a color photo? You know, it's just an easy one. Test that, like do five, six, seven of each and then weigh it and make sure. Now, here's the thing. Here's where people fail, especially local businesses. Like you can't, you can't use different hashtags in each post. You can't tag in one post, but not the other. You've got to like remove all those anomalies. So whatever you do in one, you're testing anything. It's got to be as identical as possible. Um, your text needs to be very similar. Your, your hashtag usage, I, I remove all hashtags uh, when I'm testing anything, even though that like pains me uh, from marketing perspective because we know hashtags do so, so well right, uh, right, right. to find, find new, you know, new followers and new clients and stuff. But when I'm testing, I got to remove them because there may just be one that just blows up like Kim Kardashian uses some hashtag and like, oh, cool. I got thrown in the mix with Kim. But you, you, you got you to remove all that stuff and just see what the algorithm's doing. Like, what does your audience respond to? Um, and that's the important part. So, whatever you're, if you're going to use hashtag, that's fine. But also, make sure that they're identical when you test. Um, and then maybe you're even, re, like I do, organic tests especially. I remove the, the top performing posts and the lowest performing posts on every one of my organic tests because I want to throw them out and say they're anomalies. I got lucky on this one. I didn't get lucky on the other one. And let's see what that average is and then look at the percentage differences um, between the two. So, yeah, give it give it four to six weeks with organic paid. I typically run, like I said, my paid tests typically are about two weeks um, and two variations is what I like to do. Um, that way I can run two different ad sets with two different variations within each. Um, that way I can really get a good, good average. Um, between the two, because again, you may just you may just get lucky. You hit a home run sometimes, um, and sometimes you bunt. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's <laughs> happened sometimes. And you get thrown at it first, and you're like, ah, it didn't work. And so, yeah, I think you've got to got have a couple of instances of that. The bad thing is, is there's a lot in our industry, and I could rant for like 20 minutes here. <laughs> there's a lot in our industry that they'll they'll do one or two two posts, and they do really really well, or they do really poor. And they write about it and they cause all kinds of chaos. Um, there's a really good example um, um, with a, a post that was done by a company, and I won't name them. Um, they did this test on, Insta on, on, on Twitter on, on using emojis um, in tweets. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, hey, if you use an emoji in your tweet, you're guaranteed to get like 25, 30% more engagement. Really? And everybody's, and everybody's like, whoa, cool. And there's literally, there's a company out there, again, I'm not going to name them, that based their entire business model around this study. Wow. And, and so I started looking at it, digging up, and like everybody was talking about, all the big major blogs were, were reposting this content. I dug into the data on it, and it was like, there's a couple of problems. One, it was just two tweets. That was it. Just two. And it was a paid tweet, both of them. They weren't organic. So, data does not apply to organic tweets at that wow. point. 
and they only spent like 50 bucks. <laughs> so it's totally like a, not even in a real experiment. No. And like everybody was like jumping on every, every expert in our industry. And again, I'm using air quotes, experts were, were jumping on this crap and you're like, dude, this is not scientific. You, you got to do bigger study than that. And the funny thing was, there's one company, again, I'm not naming him. Um, he's tried to be on my show a few times and I've told him no. Um, I was at an event live speaking and I was talking about this data and he was a sponsor oh, no. at, the, at the event. And I'm like, he, he came on right before me to kind of pitch his company and stuff and the, the software and using the data that I was about to refute. And I'm like, oh no, this is going to get interesting. So I totally called him out in front of everybody and said, hey, your dad is wrong and here's why. And it's, it was probably, that was one of the fun instances of being able to speak publicly uh, in front of people. But yeah, I think you've got to look into the data. Like when someone tells you something, even me and even Bruce, yeah. if we tell you something, man, dive into it and see, okay, did, did Bruce really test this more than like two posts? Right. You know, did he do a long-term test? Same with my stuff. Did I really dive into that? Spend enough money on a paid test to make it statistically significant or not? Uh, most of the times you read people in our space in social media marketing, they're not doing that. They're, yeah, you know what? It's yeah. it, it, exactly right. So the the whole the reason I brought the whole you're not supposed to use the same set of hashtags in yeah. every post is because I believed that. In, you know, seven months ago in before prior i would always switch up my hashtags right and then i don't know what happened i just either forgot or <laughs> i just got lax and i just happened to use the same hashtags right. in like five or six posts in a row and nothing changed and i was like hmm that's interesting i just literally <laughs> used the same hashtags in five or six posts in a row and my reach was exactly the same so i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna keep doing it until right. it doesn't work anymore and three months later i'm using the same set of hashtags. And meanwhile, I have reels, I have posts. Like if you go to smart pizza marketing on Instagram, you know, our posts, our posts always reach 10,000 people. Um, and I use the same hashtags in every single one, pretty much like I might switch it up depending on yeah. what the post is. But for the most part, I've used similar posts, uh, hashtags in all of them. Right. And that's the thing, like even an app like Agora Pulse, like we have an option to save hashtags and you can just create your safe hashtags and you can just boom, pop them every time. Yeah. But I will say you probably should maybe switch up one every once in a while to see if there's a trending one or, yeah. or something like that. But for most though, it's hard to kind of always stay on top of that. Right. Um, you've got your branded ones that you use for your branding. Like maybe it's hashtag smart pizza marketing or whatever. Uh, if you're not using that, by the way, you probably should. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you use your branded ones, you use some that are kind of mid-level, you use some that are really high. And then you kind of have some of your, maybe your, like your, I call them like your, um, your free agents that you just kind of, every <laughs> once in a while you use, throw them yeah. in there and see what happens. Um, and you can trace that all inside Instagram. You can kind of see if it did anything or not. But yeah, I don't see, man, I don't know why anybody would think that would be a bad idea. They have um, so many conspiracy theories about oh, Facebook and Instagram. Shadow about, banning. Yeah, yeah. Like they have all these, <laughs> I think, I think what happens is when you are, somebody who talks about marketing a lot yeah. you need to have something to talk about 
Otherwise, if yeah. it's, if I just come on here and like Instagram, use the same hashtags every time, be like, all right, well, what do I need you for? But it's like <laughs> the content is important too. Like what types of content right, you right, produce. Right. The thing I noticed with Instagram is like reels does get more reach right now than our other posts when we create reels. Really? That's really cool. And, and even today, like as a recording this, Instagram has posted some stuff about reels. I was reading a quick article right before we hopped on where they're like trying to really hard not to get people to regurgitate their tech talks on reels yes. and they're going to start diminishing the reach of those sayings that are regurgitated. Um, so they're really trying to make reels a, a really big deal. So yeah, I'm, I mean, as far as the hashtags, I, I think if you've got hashtags that are working for you and you've yeah. proven it, you've, you're doing, you've done some research, man. And even you, I did study on using 30, 30 is the max you can do, man, use 30. There's no reason not to. Exactly. Um, use every single one of them they give you because it's not about your followers. It's about people who don't know you yet. That's what hashtags are for. I have a quick tip uh, for you on that TikTok thing. So you, everybody, oh, yeah. you know, Instagram will know it's a TikTok because the, the logo usually bounces around. Right. So here's a quick tip. If you go to your TikTok and you download your TikTok as a live photo, not a video, what happens is it'll be like a, when you hold it down, it'll animate, but not. Hmm. And then you, if you have an iPhone, you go to your photos. Okay. And then you resave that live vi photo as a video on your phone. And then what happens is instead of the TikTok logo bouncing around, it just has a little watermark on the bottom. And if you have an iPhone or an Android, you can just crop that out. And then you uh -huh. have your TikTok with no logo. So they won't know it's from TikTok. <laughs> I mean, you could anyway, because it typically does it one of the corners, like top left or bottom right. It does it like three quarters of the way up and three quarters <sighs> of the way down. So it's yeah. not totally the top or bottom. It, it, yeah. Sometimes it gets it like right where you don't want it to be. I think they do it on purpose so you can't oh, yeah. crop it out like that. Well, they're trying to watermark it. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, but of course, in the end, like maybe, maybe record them on reels and then send them to TikTok. That'd yeah, there like you go, because there's no reels. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's no, I use, I do that a lot on Instagram stories. Like I'll make my stories in Instagram, do all the funny stuff, the gifts, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll reuse, I'll save the video and then send that to Facebook stories you know, um, Twitter fleets now and LinkedIn stories. And maybe I'll change, I'll make sure like a, a hashtag or even like the question, if I use the question thing or the little yeah. slider with the heart, you know, face emoji, I'll cover that up with something else the way it doesn't show because it doesn't make sense on Facebook or whatever. Right, right. But the, I've already done the, the, the hard work on Instagram. Yeah. I, I use Instagram all the time for that. Like, yeah, I'm I like it. I, I agree. I think Instagram does a great, I, I mean, listen, it's a good tool. It right. seems they have a lot going on in Instagram now compared to what they used to have. So oh, we'll yeah. see what happens yeah. in the future with what they really want to push. But I mean, we have some reels. So we have 18,000 followers on smart pizza marketing somewhere around there. And that's we have good. some reels that reach 350,000 views. And that's from your hashtags, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, just got into the explore tab and then yeah. it just featured us on that explore tab because so many people saw it. Because it's a reel too, though. We've never had a photo or a video happen like that. I need I need to get into reels. Like I think this guy would look good in reels. I just haven't done it yet. I'm you like, should ah, answer you should you know yeah. what you should do? You your would look cool if you did a reel answering like a question, but not talking, just kind of using the uh, overlays of the text. And like, like just point. exactly like, yeah, do some like experiments. Hey, we did an experiment with hashtags. Which one do you think work the best? And like, you could like animate it. Yeah. I've got to figure that out. I, I, I did TikTok for a little bit. 
like I started an account for Social Media Lab and then I haven't posted anything to it in a very long time. And uh, I got really, the funny thing is like TikTok for me, I got way into it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I was, I had multiple accounts. I had account for my, myself. I had my, my Social Media Lab. I had a dad jokes account where I was just telling dad jokes all the time. Um, I had a fitness account. I had a Bigfoot account because I'm way into Bigfoot uh, a little bit too much. You can see if you're watching the video, you can see Bigfoot above my head over here. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, like I lost every account by Social Media Lab. I don't know why. Like TikTok just banned me. Like wow. I think it was audio or something that was playing in the background, even though it wasn't on the actual videos. It was on the on the, like in the background. Literally, like one of the audios, I was recording my kids jumping up and down on our trampoline with like glow stick lights and stuff on them at night in the summer, and we had the speaker playing in our pool, and. I didn't give credit to whatever song was playing. Yeah, that does happen quite a bit. And I'm like, and they didn't give me a, they didn't give me a a warning or nothing. Just like remove me. I'm like, oh, that's surprising. And and so like, I've kind of got off a TikTok for the last couple of months. I'm like, okay, I have no accounts left, but the lab one. Um, But yeah, I think, I think doing stuff like that would be really fun. Like to, to play around. I did one fun one. Like the whole, there was that whole, like where you dance around all of a sudden you change, like, and I changed into the lab you know, guy yeah, yeah. in one of the videos and that one did pretty well for me, but I should explain. Uh, so anybody who's listening to the podcast and not watching, yeah, go over that, to our YouTube. Yeah, uh, yeah. Scott is dressed up as a scientist with a big orange wig on. Yeah. I mean, it's my everyday attire. I mean, I go to the store dressed like this. And, <laughs> Maybe he's not uh, dressed up. He just in his normal clothes. I, I, you know, it's funny. Like I've never left the office except for like events. Like I've never gone anywhere in public like this. I've, I've been tempted like just to go to the grocery store. I mean, I don't think it would be, I don't think it would be abnormal in today's society. It may not. I even have an orange because an orange wig. I've got an orange bandana I could wear as a mask for COVID reasons. And like, (laughs) I could just walk around HEB, our grocery store and like, Hey, you know, see if anybody notices. Like, that'd be totally fun. That's funny. Let me ask you this. Have you done any experiments on posting times, like preferred times to post? (sighs) That's a hard one to be honest with you. Like, I will, I will say that my personal opinion first is any posts, any, any, any blogs that say this is the best time to post. Yeah. Take, take it with, take it with a grain of salt uh, because it's, it's based on their personal accounts. Typically um, social media in general, especially Instagram, the time doesn't matter on Instagram. Like people just will find it when they find it. Right. Uh, if you've engaged, if they've been engaging with you, they're going to see it in their feed. And maybe three, four days later, Facebook is really the same too. Now, Twitter might be a whole different ball of wax. Um, LinkedIn, three, four days later, I'm seeing posts right. quite often. Um, so I, I think that I, I haven't tested best times to post. We've been trying to for a long time to pull data from the Agora Pulse users. It's really, really hard to kind of get that um, because you got global um, brands and really you just kind of get a eh, post whenever. Um, I, so I, I think there's no good, there's no right or wrong there. I think you do have to know that most of your posts have a shelf life. Right. Uh, we know tweets, maybe three hours, you know, shelf life on them. Typically Facebook, you got a day or so and they'll kind of die off. Um, Instagram, kind of the same day or two. Stories, of course, you only get 24 hours. Right. I think um, Instagram, too, if, it, if you get picked up in that explore on a hashtag trend, maybe you have a little bit longer. But I, right. I agree with you. Like, if you don't, right. if you don't get any action in 12 hours, it's probably not going to happen. 
Probably not. I mean, granted, you got some people who like, let's say like, I'm not, I've gotten lately where I don't, I, I know I work for social media companies. So I don't use social a lot as a person these days. I'm just too busy with life and kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'll go, I'll, I'll hop on Instagram every couple of days and look at the feed and some stuff is five, six days old. You know what? I shouldn't say that. You're right. Um, and, let me just rephrase that. Cause I've done reels where I've posted a reel to smart pizza marketing on Instagram it didn't get much traction the first two days. And right. then it kind of exploded after that. That's the one that got 350,000 views. Oh, wow. It, for the first two days, I think it got a couple thousand the first couple. And then all of a sudden, it just something happened a couple of days later and it just exploded. Yeah, I you, still get views on it. Yeah, you just never know. So I think as far as like best time supposed, you need to look at your analytics for your business accounts. And I like to look at, and I always go back to Facebook because it's the easiest. Um, you can look at your analytics and see when your followers are on social media, whatever app that is. And, and on Facebook at all, if you're a local business, especially, yeah. it always looks like what I call a whale. You know, it kind of, yeah. you see it peaking up about eight, nine o'clock. It gets up about high 10, 11, 12, and it goes back down. And then about seven, eight o'clock, the tail pops back up and it goes yeah. back down really sharp because your local business tend to attract people who are working class, their moms, their dads, they're, they're, they get on the morning, they go to work, they look around, they go to lunch, you see a little more, they're busy during the day, they put the kids to bed, it goes back up. Um, and so I think if you're a local business, you need to kind of, I, I ran a local business for years and on social, and I did, I, I, Facebook was my bread and butter. And what I did on those, I saw when my peak times were, for my, my followers. And I wanted, I didn't want to post at that time though. Um, I posted like an hour before or an hour after I want to kind of catch it as the, if the peaks going up. I want to catch it as the peaks going down because I, I, I assume that the feed is going to be too crowded for a little while. Right. Everybody else sees the same data as me. If you're a pizza restaurant, you know, and you know, Detroit, Michigan, you know, you're, everybody has the same audience. In reality, your local people to you. So if everybody's posting at that peak time, man, you're going to get crowded. So maybe get on before, maybe post after. Um, now, Grant, that's not scientifically proven <laughs> um, either way. And that's a hard thing to test. Like I've been, I've been trying for years to figure out a good way to test that, but it's so arbitrary and it's so dependent on your brand. Um, what, I, what I really want to do is I want to look at data from, you know, every company that comes in into an app like Agora Pulse uh, and they kind of see when they get in the best interaction based on their region, perhaps. And I'm, I'm going to bet you it's typically those peaks. Yeah, I agree. So it's early what, morning, it's early morning people wake up, it's lunchtime, yeah. it's after the kids go to bed. That's really when most people are on most of the social media platforms. Yeah. Uh, the, the, for us too, we've done some experimenting the same kind of thing. The best time, listen, this is not, Mine's not scientific either. Mine's just me, a meathead like me kind of posting on social media. So take it with a grain of salt, just like right. you said, Scott. Um, but for us, the best time that we've seen posts is like you said, early eight, nine o'clock in the morning, our right. time, again, between two and three, and then again, between eight and nine at night. That seems to be the best reach for us. Right. If you think about too, like if you think of the newsletters that you subscribe to an email, when do they typically send? Like six, seven in the morning. Yeah. Because they're trying to catch you as you wake up and go, let's be honest, you go sit in the toilet, you look at your phone, <laughs> you open your Facebook, you open Instagram, you open Twitter, you open your email. They want to be first. 
and so that early morning time, I think, is probably really, really good. And then you'll get a little bit throughout the day. And then late at night when there's not a whole lot going on, I think locally especially. Uh, and that's probably hard for pizza restaurants because you, you close at 8 or 9 o'clock. Um, but you maybe you tease people about tomorrow's lunch Definitely. or yeah, yeah. say, hey, tomorrow's special. Is it like, don't wait till Thursday morning, you know, at nine, 10 o'clock to post your special for Thursday. Post it on Wednesday night. Yes. Like get people preparing ahead. Like, hey, tomorrow I'm eating lunch there. I'm eating dinner there. I'm about, you know, I think to me, I see a local restaurant that I've, I've begged him to let me do his social media. And I mentioned <laughs> when you were on my show, I mentioned them. Like I begged him, like, dude, let me do your social media for you. Uh, and he's always doing that. Like they'll post, they have a Thursday special. Like I mentioned Thursday special. They won't post it till Thursday, about 10, 11 o'clock. People aren't going to see it. It's too late. It's going to be too late. And they'll see it for, Oh, well, next week, maybe I'll remember. And no, then they they'll forget. forget Friday. Yeah. Yeah. The Friday morning comes, something else happens, man, post that thing Wednesday night. Hey, tomorrow, just a reminder, boom, order ahead, you know, that sort of deal. So I think you've got to, you got to know that ahead. You got to plan ahead. Yes. Uh, and post the stuff early. And I think most local businesses fail on that uh, be, because they're not thinking the next step. They're just too analytical when it comes to like the procedure of it, not necessarily yeah. thinking of the algorithm and how people yeah. actually use social media. They're used to, all right, my inventory is due by <laughs> two o'clock on Friday. Right. It comes in Saturday at 9 a.m. The schedule is up. These are the times we get busy. Right. That's not how social media works. Social media is like no. ever changing. Well, and you think, I used to run a pizza buffet restaurant, plus we did take to go as well. And so I could see where we didn't have social media in these days. This is like 20 years ago. And I could see where like, if it was a slow day, it's one o'clock. I could see where I panic post, <laughs> right? you know, on social media go, man, I need some butts in here buying some buffet pizza because I'm throwing this stuff away and my food cost is going through the roof. Right. And so you start posting that, but no one's going to see it. They're going to see it five, six hours later. So you should have thought ahead and say, hey, we're running a deal today. Come in and buy this. We'll give you like a dollar free tokens or yeah. you know, the video games or something like that. Like you've got to think ahead. And I see some business doing that and do it well. But most of them, especially when it's just you running it, man, I think they, they, they don't think ahead enough. I agree 100%. Um, and granted, again, all this is said without the scientific method proven because I do not think you can prove best times to post. I just don't think you can. Um, you can Not figure a, it out for your personal page yes. and for your personal business. But for me to, to kind of come out there and arrogantly say, you should post at this time. And we see our competitors do it. Um, I'm, I cringe at it every time I see it. I don't think I've ever read a post from someone that said, this is the exact way you should do it for <sighs> social media. Not I've seen some. That works though. No, I've seen well, them. Well, okay. Yeah, but I haven't go. seen yeah. any that I've followed it and it actually worked the way it worked for them. Because I think it's right. I think it just works differently for different industries and different areas and different people. Yeah, it does for sure. So I agree with you on that. Like you should test things out on your own. Even if you hear us talk about it on the podcast, and like I mentioned early in the morning, afternoon, and night, test that out. And like Scott said right. earlier, make sure you test it out for an extended period of time, not two posts. <laughs> yeah. You did it once, but Oh, it failed. Well, yeah. you know. Or, Oh, it did great. I should do this every time. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, you've got to do multiple and average it together. Yes. Look at percentage differences, remove those anomalies. The, and then all here's the deal. So important. Once you do all that, it's going to change. So throw it all out and you got to start all over. <laughs> yeah. It's like lather, rinse, repeat. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. All right. You know what, Scott, we talked for about a half an hour now. Where can people go check you out if they want to go listen to your podcast? I know you have a live show as well or Agora Pulse. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on for sure. I love just like bantering with you for sure. And yeah, you can check us out. Go to agorapulselab.com. That's a short URL to take you over to everything we do at the lab. We, I tend to only now, like four years into this, I publish maybe once or twice a month. Um, new experiments. I do a weekly live show. I do two. Actually, I do three right now. Um, I, I do a week, a Wednesday show, Social Media Lab Live on Agora Polls. I've got one where I'm interviewing social media managers. So on Thursdays. So if you're a social media manager, I don't care where you work. Reach out to me. I'll interview you. Um, we're looking for like people we don't know. That's really fun right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm probably most excited about this show right now uh, because like, it's not the gurus and the people who are, you know, blowing smoke up people's butts. It's you like, know what? We have a lot of listeners too that like run social media. Yeah. I love that. So. Love that. Yeah. So it's called, so it's called confessions of a social media manager. It's on, <laughs> Thursday, it's on Thursdays at 12 PM Eastern standard time. Is it PG um, or R? It's PG. Okay. I mean, for the most part, unless someone just goes, I have Eddie Garrison on tomorrow and he might go a little like R who knows. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're just like, we're, we're like talking to people and just getting to know, Hey, what's working? What's not working? What do you love? What do you hate? Um, and that's going to be a really fun one for me. It's only the second or third week I've been doing the show. Uh, but man, so far I've learned so much already. That sounds pretty uh, cool. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. So if you're, if you, if you're, if you're listening to this, you're watching this later, Check us out in Agora Pulse, and I'll even say reach out to me, and I'd love just to have you on the show. I don't care who you are. You do not have to have a big following. I'd love to have you on the show. Excellent. We'll link all that up in the show notes as well. Link to Agora Pulse. We'll cool. link to that, uh, and you can find that over at smartpizzamarketing.com or thebrewserving.com, whichever podcast you're listening to this on. Uh, we'll link all that up in the show notes for this episode. Scott, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Very much appreciated, my friend. All right. Appreciate you, and go have a piece of pizza. Thanks to Scott for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for you for joining me every week here on the podcast. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button. If you could leave me a review, that would be amazing. Really help out the podcast. And subscribe because we do have a lot of great podcast episodes coming up for you in the next couple of weeks. A lot of great guests, a lot of great insights, a lot of great tips. All of that good stuff for you here on the Local Business Podcast. So hit that subscribe button. You can shoot me an email, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. Follow me on Instagram, at the Bruce Irving. And if you want, shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to hear on this podcast. Otherwise, we'll see you guys right back here next week. Thank you so much. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>